Hi, I'm Matt McClory, lead pastor alongside my wife, Jill, here at Colonial Church in St. Augustine, Florida. Wanted to welcome you to Colonial Church's podcast. We are a church that believes in Jesus and people, which means we believe in you. So why not today subscribe to this podcast and choose to grow your life spiritually and in all the other ways as well into everything that God has got for you. God bless you and I hope you enjoy this episode. Awesome. Well, today is Miracle Offering Sunday here at church. And uh, if this is your first time visiting our church, um, just want to say welcome and just be at ease, enjoy the service. And there's no uh, no pressure to be a part of what we're doing as a church, but we collectively as a church are going to give sacrificially today at the end of the service. Um, we've already done it in one service. We're doing it in this service and then obviously in the 11.32. But this is the one Sunday a year where we give in a free will offering to the Lord um, as we're building the church. And so it's all purpose towards building God's church, which he said he would build. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So we're just joining in on what God is already doing. And so this Sunday is important. It's important for us as a church. It's how we go forward. It's how we move forward. And, uh, and I believe God's given us a great vision, amen, of what's ahead. If you brought your Bible, you can turn with me. I'm going to be opening to Genesis chapter 8. And uh, we are a church that loves God's Word. And so if you don't have a Bible, we will literally give you a Bible because that's how much we love God's Word. And so... Um, just want to encourage you, bring your Bible to church and then read it every day. God is so good. You know what he'll do is he'll speak to you through his word every single day. If you open it up, he'll, he'll, he'll give you something. And that's how much, that's how good God is. He loves you. He loves you so much. And, um, you know, he's so grateful that you're here today. Someone needs to hear that this morning, that it's actually really important that you're here. And it's not just important to all of us. But more importantly, it's important to God. And he's your father in heaven. He loves you. And he's so grateful you're here today because he loves you that much. He set this whole thing up so he can meet with you. Pretty cool, huh? That's how good God is. If I haven't convinced you now, hopefully in 34 minutes, I will. All right, Genesis chapter 8, starting in verse 20. This is after the flood. This is after God has... has um, destroyed so much of the earth and um, saved Noah. Okay, so we read this afterwards and it says this in verse 20, then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took some of every clean animal and some of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And when the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, remember last week we talked about sacrifice, how our giving to God is the exact same as the Old Testament people's sacrifice. And we're grateful that we bring no goats in here on a Sunday morning. <laughs> God's made it a lot. So we're, we got a better covenant <laughs> in a lot of different ways, but especially because we have Jesus. But it says here that the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma of the sacrifice and said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground because of man. It says the Lord said in his heart, or in other words, this was coming from the deepest part of God, his heart. For the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I ever again strike down every living creature as I've done. While the earth remains seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. I want to preach a message today. It's a miracle offering Sunday. This is the title. Write it down. The miracle of a seed. 
The miracle of a seed. Let's pray. God, we thank you for your word today, Lord. We're so grateful to be in your house and in your presence. And Father, we just thank you that your presence is everywhere, but there's something that that happens when we meet together. There's something that takes place when we come into your presence corporately together and, and, and we gather in your name, Lord. And that you say that you'll inhabit our praises and you told us that you would show up when we meet. And we meet in your name this morning, Lord. We thank you for the nourishing words that are going to come from your word today, God. They're going to shape us and change us and, sh- and, and, and turn us into who we're called to be. And so, God, I just thank you that you're going to do that. We pray as well for Colonial Kids this Miracle Offering Sunday, Lord, as they're bringing their offerings into your house, God. I just thank you as pleasing to you. And that you're going to do so much in our midst. In Jesus' name, and we all said? Amen. The Miracle of a seed. The saying goes, it's the little things in life that make life so good. I love the little things in life. I was thinking about yesterday, after we spent our Sabbath morning, Jill and I and the kids, we took the kids out, did some fun things with them and blessed them with, with time as a family, just alone. And, and it was so good then in the afternoon coming home and I crawled up on the couch with my blanket, my sweet tea, my snack, and the Rugby World Cup final. It's the little things. I've come to appreciate the little things. It must be the older I get, the more I appreciate them. The small pleasures, the simple things as well. But here's the the big thought today. There's a lot of things in life that begin small but become big. Think about a seed. Think about something that's as small as a seed. If I held it up here right now, like I've done before, you wouldn't be able to see it. It's that small. Something so small can become so big. I was messaging friends of ours, Cam and Danny. Shout out Cam and Danny if you're watching church this morning. They're out west on a big RV camping trip right now, making memories with their family, which I love. And I reached out to Cam. I was just like, I knew he was out west near the redwood trees. And I said, hey, man, send me a picture of some of those trees. And uh, I said, I'm going to use it for my message on Sunday. And so he sent me some pictures. And so I want to show one to you. Look at this tree. Like, it is just giant, like, and, and, and I like this. You sent me a bunch of pictures, but this is my favorite one because you guys can't see it yet, but we're going to zoom in and show you something. There's a guy standing right there. And it just, it just illustrates the point so well that, not the man, the tree, started with a little seed. It began with just a little seed that fell into the ground, that then was resourced, and then was um, pressure was applied, and then it grew. And then it grew into something that then was a blessing to the earth and the world around it. Many things start small, but then they become big things. Think about some other things in life. Just, just like go anywhere with this, but think about just starting a business with a thought or having a vision for a ministry or, um, or just starting something just from a, from a conversation. See that we're tapping into something that I believe is supernatural. I want to talk to you about the supernatural today. 
I don't want to talk to you about the natural. The world sees the natural. We're going to get to that in a moment. But, but God sees so many different things when he sees a seed. The world thinks that this is just a process that starts and then it, that it happens and then it ends. And that that just must be the way it is. But see, God has got other rhythms. God does things that are supernatural. And the world doesn't understand the power of a seed. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 14 says, The natural person, speaking of someone that doesn't understand the supernatural, does not accept... The things of the Spirit of God. Look at this. For they are folly to him. The world laughs at the seed. The world thinks the seed is insignificant. The world just sees the seed for what it naturally is. But we, the people of God, understand the supernatural things of God, understand the way the Spirit understands things. We can discern things on a different level in the spirit realm. And so we know that all God needs is a seed. And what can come forth through the seed when it's put in the hands of Almighty God is simply incredible. I want to talk to you today about the miracle that is a seed in the kingdom of God. I don't want to talk about the fruit. I want to talk about the seed. I don't want to talk necessarily about the blessing, although we get that. I want to talk about the seed. You see, it's the seed that is what's planted. It's the seed that, that, that is put into the soil. It's the seed that has all the potential to produce a mighty harvest in Jesus' name. See, I believe we as a church, we're in the seed zone right now. Yeah. You might have walked in here today and be like, man, there's, a, there's quite a few people here. But I believe in my heart of hearts that we're just in the seed form. We just need in the seed zone right now. That God is using us. If we will obey, if we'll be faithful, if we'll, if we'll step into the zone that he has for us and believe in faith, that he'll do incredible, incredible things. But we've got to see some things here from Genesis chapter 8. That's what I want to do real quick. I want to give you two points and then we'll give. The first is a reminder. The second is a challenge. The first is this. We've got to learn the rhythms. As long as there is this earth, God says, as long as earth remains, this is how it's going to be. Who likes shortcuts? <laughs> Who likes like a good hack out there? Come on. Where are my people? I like the shortcut. And I've come to learn... 20 years of being a Christian, walking with the Lord, it is much better to just get on board with what God's doing than try to do it myself and then figure it out eventually. And right here in Genesis chapter 8, God gives us his rhythm. God gives us his process. God gives us the way he does things. He says this, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Not harvest, then seed time. Seed time and then harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. See, we're not called to live by a week. We're not called to live by a month. We're not called to live by even a year. You know what we're called to live by? Seasons. Seed time, harvest. And you might be in here today and you might be in the middle of a great harvest in your life. Praise God for that. But this is what you can be sure of. Seed time's coming. And if you're in here today and you're in the middle of a seed time moment or time in your life, maybe you're just in the initial stages of getting some things going and there's a dream in your heart and you're taking those steps and you feel like, man, I don't have a lot right now, but God's calling me to press in. 
Be blessed today. Because this is what you know. Seed time and then harvest. While the earth remains. That's the way God works. How do you approach your life with God? Do you want to instantly see the fruit? Do you want to instantly see what's happening above the surface? Or are you willing to work with the seed? Let me ask you this. Do you prefer the seed? Because I believe that's what God's calling us to do. In this moment in time as a church, in this, this moment of time as, a, as believers, in this, God has appointed this time for our church. God has appointed this time for you to be on the earth, to be here in this part of our nation, this part of the world, to be right there in your workplace, right there in your family, right there on your street. Proverbs 11 verse 18 says, The wicked earns deceptive wages, but the one who sows righteousness gets a sure reward. We live in a society that like never before has been an instant gratification society. They think it, they want the blessing. They think it, they want the harvest. They think it, they're like, I want it right now. But God doesn't work that way. He doesn't work that way. And it's our job not to get that backwards, to understand God's process. You know, seed, it can be scattered. Seed, it can be stored up. But seed is meant to be sowed. It's meant to be put into the ground. It's meant to be put into the ground of God's choosing. I want to ask you a question today. What are you believing to see above the ground tomorrow that in faith you can sow into the ground today? What are you believing for to see above the ground of your life tomorrow? The blessing, the business, the family, the marriage, the relationship, the thing, the ministry calling. You're believing to see it above the ground tomorrow, but what is God calling you to put in the ground today? This is learning the rhythms because sometimes the enemy would love to say to you, no point in doing anything. You're just going to have to wait. You're just going to have to hope that God shows up. And then he starts to whisper and says, God's not going to show up anyway. You're wasting your time. But as God's people, there's always something we can do. Because if you haven't seen the increase, if you haven't seen the blessing, you can sow the seed. You can get busy where you are. You can show up to church. You can get on a a team. You can welcome someone in. You can start that business. You can register something. You can do something. We can always sow a seed and learn the rhythms of God's ways. What are you believing to see above the ground tomorrow? That in faith you can sow in the ground today. See, this is God's great picture in creation of faith. You know, when we look at, we can look at, you can look outside and see the gospel. You know, you can look outside and you can see grace in creation. And right here in this moment, we can look at the creation that God has has given us and we can see his faith at work, seed time and harvest. That's how he begins. I just wonder today, what situation are you in? What difficulty are you facing? What dream is in your heart that seems like it could be a long way away? But maybe you could sow a seed in the ground today. You could have walked in today and be like, this is a miracle offering for them, for for the church. I want to encourage you today. I want to disrupt today. 
and say something to you. This miracle offering is for you. It's for your life. It's for your business. It's for your family. Because God doesn't separate the two. It's not like he asks you to, he doesn't ask you to build his house and tell you not to live in it. This is for you. This is for me. This is our opportunity to be a part of what God's doing, to go get into the rhythms of almighty God and says, I'm going to build your house, Lord, and you'll build my life. Seed time and harvest. What's the ground? The ground is our days. It's our lives. It's our efforts. It's our faith. There's a harvest coming. So number one, we've got to learn his rhythms. Number two, this is my challenge for us today. Don't despise the seed. Don't despise the seed. What do I mean by that? The form, the sight. Don't look at the seed, friend, with natural eyes. Look at it with supernatural eyes. Look at it with spiritual eyes. Because the world and the natural man would say it's basic, that there's nothing to it. It's just like everything else. That there's no differentiator. But God says, no, there's so much potential in the seed. See, we can open up an apple and we can see how many seeds are in that apple. But only God knows how many apples are in each of those seeds. Don't despise the seed. But more importantly, don't despise what God could do with the seed. We often don't focus on the potential of it. But Jesus said that's all we should focus on. Matthew 13, verse 31, he put another parable before them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed that man took and sowed in his field. Look at this. It is the smallest of all seeds. But when it is growing, come on somebody, when it is growing, when it comes to, to fruition, when it gets to the place where God is fully resourced it and it gets on the other side and everyone's like, Wow. It's growing larger than all the plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. Or in other words, everyone else gets to enjoy the blessing as well. What began as a seed in your life and my life. I wonder what God could do with a seed that you sow. 2015, when we planted our church, Jill probably knew what we were doing. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> you got to understand, I didn't used to do this. <laughs> In fact, the first time we ever had a service was the first time I'd ever preached a message. There was a lot of trust and faith in those days, not just in me, but in some of the other people that began with us. But when we moved back to St. Augustine from New York City, praise the Lord, Two snowstorms was enough for me. We bought a house on the beach, by the beach over there off 16th Street. And I remember Jill, before we'd even moved down, she said to me, she's like, babe, what's the plan? You know, it's ministry or, you know, we just felt really that God was calling us here to do ministry. We didn't know what it was. We didn't know what it would look like. We didn't know anything except that God was calling us. And I remember saying to her because she wanted the answer and I didn't have the answer. And I said, I don't know. I said, but what we'll do is we'll just, we'll gather some people up and we'll have a Bible study. And then I said this, I said, and then we'll just see what God does. Yeah. And so from there, we took that step. All that was, was a seed. I want to show you a couple of pictures. 
This was our living room in that house. And then we had people show up. This was our front row. The first ever front row at Colonial Church. And then we, the next one, this was our kids' ministry. Pastor Dawn Appleby. And then we did this every single week to finish off our service, so to speak, to end our service. This was our dismissal for the kids. We'd make a tunnel and we'd play this song and they'd just run through it and we'd all clap. And this was our worship, worship team. And that was our congregation. What could God do with a seed? See, the world looks at something like that and says, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Just have a little gathering. But what God sees is different. Seed time, harvest. Don't despise the seed. That was just a seed. It was a seed that was sown in faith. It was a seed that that with faith was put into the ground of God's choosing, God's calling. Do you know that that as long as we've been counting decisions for Christ now, we've seen 3,249 decisions for Christ. I don't know, I'm just telling you, don't despise the seed of what God could do in your life and in my life. And then we stepped out in faith only a few years ago and said, you know what, we're crazy. We got crazy faith today. We just must have had a bad day. And we rented out the amphitheater for Good Friday. Look at this. What could God do with a seed? Don't despise the seed. What does a seed look like? Maybe a seed today for you is just to say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe in faith and I'm going to sow a seed. Pastor Tommy Barnett said, sow your need, which I love that. It's just whatever the need is in your life, God wants to connect this moment to that. And if you'd be willing to sow into this moment that God would hear that prayer and that you would see that faith. And so I just want to encourage you. This is, we're coming around now, the time. Team, you can come up and join me. That we're going to give. We're going to give sacrificially. And I just want to encourage you, friend, don't despise the seed. Don't despise the seed. I want to show you this video real quick and then we're going to, we're going to give. Well, hey, it's so exciting to be out here. And obviously, this is the time. This is the, the, the day. I'm so excited about our miracle seed that we're going to give. We sit on almost 11 acres here as a church. Um, this has always been the vision that back here as we grow, as, as the Lord would lead us, that there would be a time where we would come back here and that we'd begin uh, the work. Let me read this scripture to you. It's Zechariah 4.10. It's one of my favorite verses in all of scripture. It says, Do not despise these small beginnings. Or you could say, do not despise the seed. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, to see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. I just think about the power and the potential of the seed that we bring that begins this work. How much the Lord loves it. How much the Lord loves this moment because we're believing in faith. We're looking to Him and we're saying, God, we need you, but we're in this and we want to give towards it. So I want to encourage you today as we step into this, as we uh, take up this offering, as we all contribute, as we all sacrifice, what could God 
do and what could God do with the miracle of the seed that we're going to sow. I want to bless you today, church, encourage you as you give towards this amazing thing that God's going to do. Come on, can we give the Lord some praise this morning for his goodness? So we're going to pray, but we just want to encourage you that whatever the seed looks like for you, it's really a seed of faithful obedience to the Lord. And I think Jill said it beautifully, our Kingdom kingdom Builders dinner a couple weeks ago. We don't give to a cause, we give to a king. And I just think there's so much ahead for us at church, as a church. And whatever it looks like, I think if we all carry it together, that it's going to be pretty special. Do you want to add anything? I was just looking at that tree and thinking when the seed went on the ground, there was no way to know how many people would just come and stand there under it and be like, wow, look at this tree. It's the same with us today. It's like who's on the other side that will stand in the shade of the seed that you've sown today that will come and be like, God is amazing Um, with just a seed of faith that you sowed today. It's going to be, it's miraculous. That's why it's called a miracle offering because it's with just us, it would just be a seed, but it's a tree when God gets involved. So just practically, this offering is going to go towards the initial stages of this building project, which we're looking forward into next year as as we're believing in faith to see happen, all the initial phases of getting the concept designs, everything up to the level and um, of being able to start. And so that's an investment. And that's, uh, that's not an expense, it's an investment. And so we're really believing that from this offering, we're going to be able to step forward into that. And that's our next step. I love that God doesn't ask us to take 10 steps. He just says, just take this one step. And so I believe if we can all do that together, God will bless it and it'll be amazing. Oh, yeah. And this is how you can give. If you didn't come prepared and you just want to uh, hold up your phone to that QR code, that will go directly to the link of the Miracle Offering. And people have already started giving over the last couple of days towards the Miracle Offering. So it is a drop down in, in the online giving. And if you want to make out a check to Colonial Church as normal, just put in the memo line Miracle Offering and we will make sure that's counted and put in there as well. And, and online too, this is our broadcast service. We'd also invite you as well to click the link and, uh, and give as well. And we thank you for that. Thank you for partnering with us. So can we pray? Can we believe in faith together with a spirit of agreement and unity around this great vision? Lord, I just thank you right now in Jesus' name for what you're doing in this place, God. And we just thank you, Lord. You bless your people today with your goodness and your grace and your presence and your heart towards us, Lord. So Father, we ask right now that you would bless this offering that you would bless this, that it would be a pleasing aroma to you, Lord, a heartfelt offering, a free will offering to you, Lord. And God, I just ask that you would use it, Lord. We believe in the, the miracle and the power of a seed. So God, we just, with this seed, we decide to sow it, Lord, into the ground of your choosing. And Father, we thank you that, that you're going to do so much with it, Lord. We just thank you for all the testimonies. Father, we thank you for all the stories. God, we thank you for the families that are going to be on the other side of this sacrifice. Lord, we thank you for the, for the many, many people that are going to make decisions to trust in you, Jesus, on the other side of this offering, Lord. So bless your people today as they give. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to that podcast. We pray it blessed you. 
and empowered you in all that God's got for you, why don't you share that with a friend, someone who maybe needs to hear it. We'd love for you also to visit us um, either online at colonialchurch.life or here at church at 550 State Road 207 here in St. Augustine, Florida. Be blessed.